Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 127 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Got a good show for everybody today. Short show, but it doesn't mean it's any less good. So we'll go ahead and start this short show off by jumping into the breakdown. Breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S dot com. Let's go ahead and start the breakdown off with some American Raptors news. Uh, so there's two guys on the move this week. Jalen Robinson has moved on from the Raptors, uh, and Prop Pono Davis has signed to play with the Houston Sabercats MR this upcoming season. And I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about Jalen a little bit, because uh, as I digested the news, I think I can honestly say that Jalen was arguably one of the most important players for this program, I know this program's only a year and some change old, but but I think Jalen is one of the most important players for this program for a couple of different reasons. If you remember, like Jalen was the first player I interviewed for this show from this new crossover initiative right before he came in for the camp in November of 2020. Um, and everybody I talked to and, he, and Jalen himself, would he just took it so seriously from the very beginning. This wasn't ever, uh, oh, let's go you know, mess around. They're paying me to go... And, you know, I don't really want to play rugby. That's not the case. Jalen, from the very beginning, uh, took this as seriously as possible. When he came in, he looked like he had been throwing lineouts forever, um, just the, the way he's been practicing. Uh, and that's that's something you got to appreciate about people like this because this is those are the people that, that make this program what it is. Um, they came in. They didn't mess around. Took it seriously from the jump. And if you remember, he was the first true crossover athlete to sign an MLR contract when he landed with the Giltinis uh, last May in, in, in 2021. Because uh, you, if you remember, Maake Moody signed before Jalen did, but but Maake had had some prior rugby experience, you know, before linking up with the Exos. And uh, Maake w- was actually supposed to go to Dallas to play with the Jackals on a uh, developmental contract. So Jalen was the first true crossover athlete to sign an MLR contract. He had just started playing rugby six months earlier, uh, landed on the Giltinis, got some good minutes in the regular season. He played the last few matches 
um, and ultimately got himself a championship ring. So that's significant. That's what I say when I when I mean when I say I talk about you know he's one of the most important players in the program because that's he was the first guy to make the jump. There's a lot of guys after him. And there still is going to be some more guys, but he was kind of the first person that showed that this is real, this is possible, he's living proof. Um, so that, I just wanted to make sure I talked about that for a little bit. And I know I tweeted this the other day, but he seriously laid some of the biggest hit I've ever seen. It was very dangerous with ball in hand as well, and, and people would talk about that. Like you don't see guys like Jalen uh, move that quick. They're not supposed to move that quickly. Uh, so tackling a, a guy like that is not fun. Um, but he was he was you know devastating when he laid hits. Like I said, some of the hardest hits I've ever seen. Uh, just a nice guy too. Just an all around good guy. I liked every you know every interaction I had with him. Uh, and I hope it's not the end for him. I hope he continues to play. Hopefully, he's just using this year as just kind of heal up, uh, reassess. And I hope I see him playing rugby again soon because he. He's got a bright future, and when you look, he's only 26, so he's still got a lot of rugby ahead of him if that's what he wants to do. So I wanted to make sure I talked about Jalen a little bit um, because that is a significant loss for the Raptors, um, but I'm, I'm excited to see who else comes in. Like I said, the team reports next week, so we're going to meet the team. I'm going to get a, you know, meet all these different new guys and learn about guys that have come from different places and different sports, and um, I've heard from a couple of different people. There's a lot of guys coming in that they're excited about, so it's going to be fun. Looking forward to the spring. Did want to talk uh, touch on Pono Davis here as well. I know I did a little bit at the beginning, but Houston SaberCats announced that they signed Pono Davis, uh, former offensive or excuse me, former lineman at SMU, played some football. He was on the Raptors tour to Uruguay, um, and if I'm not mistaken, only played rugby here for a couple of months. He, I know he linked up with the Raptors after the spring season, was here all, for all the fall, um, then went to Uruguay. So it's good to see him make the jump to MLR as well. Uh, wishing Pono nothing but the best of luck, and going to be fun to watch him. There's a lot of Raptors boys down in Texas, so we're going to have to pay attention to the Texas teams this year. I think that does it for the Raptors stuff. Like I said, looking forward to meeting the team. Uh, gonna, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to spring. Should be a good spring. Moving to some USA Rugby stuff. Next leg of the HSBC World Rugby 7 Series returns this weekend as the Eagles are in Seville. Uh, congrats to the women for winning the uh, Malaga tournament. Hopefully I didn't butcher that too bad, but just like mouth went haywire right there. Uh, this is another chance to see David still light it up. Played really well last weekend, scored a couple of tries, trucked a few people. So it's fun to see him excelling on the world stage. He's going to be a household name here soon. And we'll talk a little bit more about the tournament and all the rugby you can watch this weekend. But that's something to keep your eyes peeled for. Uh, moving into Major League Rugby, we've got a couple pieces I wanted to touch on. And again, it goes back to Rugby ATL. So we're just over a week away from the regular season. This week wasn't too crazy. Um, but last week was. So it's been a lot that's happened in Atlanta since last week. And if you remember, I talked about uh, quite a bit of it on last week's show. But so we'll go over the, the bullet points. So Scott Lawrence is gone. Uh, then after that, they released a very vague statement about suspending a player for violating the league's personal conduct policy. That was all in the same day. That was last Thursday. So it was a tough day for, for Rugby ATL. Um, and then today, I'm recording this on Thursday about noon. They announced that they promoted Steve Brett to head coach. Steve was on Pete Borlase's staff with the Raptors back in the COVID shortened 2020 MLR season, the infamous season. Uh, so I got to had a few interactions with Steve. Always very nice. Um, I'm excited to see what he does down there. He's been with Rugby ATL. This is his second year. He was down there last year as well. 
So wishing Steve nothing but the best of luck, and hopefully um, he, he can pick up right where Rugby ATL left off. And then I wanted to touch on this tweet I saw from Pat Clifton. Um, he was talking about the, the sale, the change in ownership of Rugby ATL, and he said, Global Rugby Ventures, the venture capital firm headed by Free Jacks owner Eric Anderson, is now the majority shareholder of Rugby ATL. That gives Gilchrist two votes out west and Anderson two votes back east. This is MLR's biggest realist rivalry. So just kind of an interesting thing um, as we get a better understanding on the landscape of the league. Uh, something to keep an eye on for sure. So as another breakdown, we'll go ahead and transition into all the rugby you could watch this weekend. Uh, got some Major League Rugby preseason fixtures. Again, not sure if there's anywhere we can watch this. I know last week, as the as usually the case, a few streams pop up right at the last minute. Teams, you know, manage to figure out how to do it and put it on. So I'm sure that will be the case again this weekend. So keep your eyes filled for that. Like I talked about before, we got the HSBC World 7 Series continuing this weekend. Um, didn't didn't do my job, did not do the due diligence, look up when the USA plays, I'm sorry. So hopefully uh, you just have Peacock rolling this weekend, it'll be on all weekend. So make sure you do that, Those all will start on Friday. So get get your, your Peacock subscription, make sure it's up to date, and just leave that rolling on your computer and your TV while you're at work or you're working on your chores this weekend. Uh, that'll be the way to do it. Premiership Rugby, we've got Bath vs. Harlequins on Friday, 11.45 a.m., Warriors vs. Saints on Saturday at 8 a.m. Irish vs. Chiefs on Saturday at 8 a.m. Falcons vs. Gloucester on Saturday at 8 a.m. Sharks vs. Tigers on Sunday at 8 a.m. And then we'll close out with Wasps vs. Saracens on Sunday at 8 a.m. Catch all of these matches on Peacock as well. We've got Wasps, SC Ladies vs. Exeter Chiefs Women on Saturday at 5.30 a.m. Loughborough Lightning vs. DMP Durham Sharks on Saturday at 7 a.m. Saracens women versus Worcester Warriors women on Saturday at 7 a.m. Harlequins women versus Gloucester Harpery women's RFC on Saturday at 8 a.m. And then last but certainly not least, we have Sail Sharks women versus Bristol Bears women on Sunday at 7 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on Premier15s.com. That's Premier15s.com. And then we've got Japan Rugby League 1. So there should be two matches on the Rugby Network this week as there has been all season. Um, but I can't find which ones they're showing. doesn't look like they've updated it yet. So if you're looking forward to that, I think they're usually you know, like 10 o'clock on, on Friday and Saturday night. Um, and you can watch those on the rugbynetwork.com. It's free. Just sign up with your email address and you got access to all that good rugby content. I think that does it for all the rugby you can watch this weekend. So we're going to move into the interview portion of the show now. This interview with American Raptors head coach Paul Emmerich is brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouthguard revolution with American-made mouthguards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit GuardLab.com. So I had the chance to catch up with Paul Emmerich a little bit earlier. It's good ta- talking to Paul. Just wanted to. Paul's been on the show before. If you've been listening for a while, I believe he was on um, like around the fall of 2020. So this one, I just mainly wanted to get him on and ask him, you know, his philosophy on on coaching and what he sees for the team and. Um, just a little bit about that, so just kind of the approach he's going to take as the team shows up next week. Uh, good chat. enjoy chatting with Paul, and I hope everybody does as well. So with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with American Raptors head coach, Paul Emmerich. All right, now I'm excited to welcome back onto the show 
uh, Paul Emmerich, second time on the show, new American Raptors head coach. So, Paul, first question I want to ask you is just how's it going? Uh, good. Thanks, Colton. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming back on. I'm, and I'm looking forward to talking to you. Obviously, a lot has changed since the last time I talked to you, so we'll jump into it now. So, uh, first question I got is just are you all settled in? I know you've been here for a little over a month now. Uh, have you been getting settled in okay? Yeah, I've been uh, settling in to call out a great. Um, been uh, got an opportunity to go snowboarding a few nice. times and uh, a few times a hike in the mountains. So, uh, but uh, we're looking at the uh, beginning of the season here, Feb first. Yeah. Um, so ready to get to work. It's come quick. It's come quick. I know like, it's crazy. It's already February. I feel like I say that every year, but it does seem like it gets a little bit shorter. Uh, so, what have kind of been the first few orders of business for you as you get your your feet under you? Um, well, getting organized and, and then just prepping how we're going to, um, you know, first six weeks of preseason are going to go. We're getting our schedule filled with some good games and, uh, um, you know, we're wrapping up recruiting and uh, there'll still be some recruiting going on uh-huh. uh, during, uh, you know, throughout the whole season. But uh, wrapping all, all those up and uh, they're looking pretty good. So nice. we're excited. How big of a, like, change has recruiting been for you? I know, like, being involved in rugby for as long as you have, you're always kind of recruiting people, right? So is it any different now that, like, kind of in this situation? Um, well, yeah, so I'm uh, accessing a different network. Yeah. And that would be uh, my network of people who are already involved, you know, some S&C coaches involved yeah. in universities and um, some, you know, old uh, teammates and stuff who – you know, have uh, access to these Division One programs. And then, of course, there's the uh, social media uh, <laughs> yes. work that we do. But uh, – and then, you know, just continue to, to, to grow your network and, and uh, try and access everyone. So um, it's, it's been different but uh, yeah. enjoyable as well. Yeah. I know that's why – I mean, just talking to Peter a few times, it seems like a monster. You know, it's like a big thing to implement and undertake – because when you look at these college programs that have been doing this for literally ever, you know, like to, to be able to instill this and uh, do this in a year's time and get the results that, that have come so far has been pretty impressive. Um, so I guess kind of like moving back a little bit, is just how did you hear about this opportunity? I guess how did this kind of wind up on your plate? Um, well, I've known Mark Bulk for, uh, for a while now, and uh, they came out and played us with Rugby HTX. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I just remember, you know, they, they had some growing pains as, uh, as a rugby team and with, you know, everyone being pretty much brand new. Um, it was a close game. Um, it was I, like I just, two points or something like that. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I, yeah, it was a very close game. Um, but I just remember like holding my breath, uh, anytime one of these guys got the ball into space and, and, uh, you know, I was just like, geez, this, this would be, uh this would be fun to get involved with. And um, so I just kept in touch with Mark and, um, you know, fast forward, here we are. Nice. Um, I guess kind of being a crossover athlete yourself, this this whole idea has to be of some interest to you, right? So I guess like what is the most like interesting thing about this program or something that you're most excited about, like linking up with this program? Um, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to when I reflect on my journey. Um, an opportunity to uh, uh, teach some some good technique and and teach all the things I had to kind of unlearn and relearn uh, mm-hmm. when I got to higher levels. Uh, when I first started playing rugby, it was 
um, you know, very amateur and it was uh, kind of player slash coach led. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it, it was a start and no fault. That's just where I was. But, um, and, you know, and, and get these guys on a steep learning curve um, because the, uh, you know, the, uh, the canvas is there in regards to yeah. them being athletes. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it excites me a lot, you know, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, and I guess I wanted to go back. Uh, you know, you said you, you saw them obviously up close and personal with Rugby HTX. What did you expect, like, when they were coming down there? Like, did, had you seen any of the stuff leading up to that? Were you surprised by what you saw? Um, well, we, we shared game film, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and I, you know, re- recognized absolutely. I was uh, – I told our guys that they're going to have to, you know <laughs> – man up and tackle yeah. some big guys. Right. And, mm. and, uh, I also stress that, you know, we had to, uh, play our pattern and, you know, out quote, quote unquote rugby them. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I knew, I knew that would be, uh, the rugby IQ and stuff would be a weak point of theirs. But, uh, um, you know, year, year two, the guys that, uh, you know, completed that year, they're off and making it to some MLR teams and stuff. And the guys who've stuck around here are, um, you know, they've, they've learned an incredible amount and they've grown an inc- incredible amount and we'll just keep them on that steep learning curve, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, a, I like that. Uh, Paul, I wanted to ask you, I saw a quote, the, I think in the team release, um, you talked about the mark of a successful program. So could you kind of explain like what the mark of a successful program is? And I guess it's kind of like shifted, right? Because this isn't a normal program you know this isn't you're not coming in here like in an organized competition competing for a championship um so the measurements are going to be a little bit different yeah well um as i I was saying you know obviously we want to win games but Mm -hmm. um i think uh uh, a mark for successful program for us is uh you know sending guys into national programs like david still and Mm -hmm. um I think we're up to like five or six maybe now that have been picked up uh, with MLR sides. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, once we establish ourselves in a, uh, a high level competition then you know, we'll, we'll look to retain those guys. And then, sure. you know, I think when you start looking to like year three, four of having a guy uh, in this program and, mm-hmm. and in a good comp um, that, uh, you know, you should start looking for some national team um, right. appearances. And just kind of based on, I know you, you've been around for a month and you've been doing a couple of things here and there, but do you think that's out of the question? Like, you think that's an attainable goal? Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's going to have to be a steep learning curve. And, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of our guys are crossing over from football, and it and it does take a year or two uh, to change some, some body profile and some body shape, right? Um, but, uh, you know, from – Mark, mark of a good athlete is being able to pick things up quickly, right? Yeah. So we've got um, an, an absolute rock star analysis with with Travis, and and uh, we've got a great staff and and a good player to coach ratio. So um, you know we'll, we'll have a, a a lot of investment from coaches into the players yeah. and and just you know keep keep them on the steep learning curve, right? For sure. Um, so I know, like you said, players report next week. Practice gets rolled next week. Uh, is there anybody in particular, you know, a couple guys maybe that you've seen before that you're you're excited to work with, or a couple of guys that you you know are coming in that you're excited to to see him try out rugby? Um, yeah, uh, Alu is uh, one of the signings that uh, we've had. He's been working out here in the uh, in the summer. 
um, looking forward to working with him and um, Mikey and uh, uh, I'm still learning names. Yeah, I that's okay. Mike's, uh, Mikey's Grandy? Last, yeah. Yeah, Mikey Grandy. That's um, my guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's been uh, – he, he's, he's looking great. Yeah. And, uh, Trey and uh, Samu is, uh, yeah. um, you know, looking good. And awesome. Lene and, yeah. um, you know, they've – They've been uh, working hard in the off season with a lot of skill work and kicking, particularly for backs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that just takes time, and um, they've been putting in the reps. So, if you would give me like a hundred chances to guess what pos- position Mikey Grandy played in football, I mean, hundreds obviously a little bit exaggerated because you could do it in twenty two, but I never would have guessed that he was offensive lineman. He does not look like like just the way his body is right now. Like I never would have guessed that he was playing like tackle. Yeah, yeah. I, um, apparently he, he was uh, much, much heavier. Yeah. But you used to uh, have the long hair, too, like a rock star. He looks completely different. <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, there's an example of, uh, you know, it's, it's taken a, a year or, or, you know, Mikey's on his second year now of mm-hmm. uh, um, changing his body shape uh, to be to be a rugby player, right? Right. So uh, much different cardio demands from a uh, O-lineman. And, right. And uh, rugby. It's funny, too, like, even seeing it, like, I saw Jalen, when Jalen came in, he said he weighed 60 pounds heavier than what he had finished at, like, heading after they got back from Uruguay. And even, like, looking at Chase Stelling's face, it's thinned out so much, and he's even talked about, like, I've lost so much weight. And it's just like, and I know that's one of the things I've talked to a lot of the guys about, is just, just different, right? Right. You're doing, like, in football, you're doing a lot of, you know, you're trying to get big, but you're not doing a lot of, like, distance stuff or endurance stuff and and so that's one of the things I've talked about is like how the the I guess the harder or the different part of the transformation into a rugby player um I guess the last question I have for you Paul uh can you explain your your cactus nickname to me um why well, I uh when I was a player uh-huh. I suppose I was a little bit of a uh, prickly customer okay <laughs> um so that's where uh, the name Cactus. I like that. Does that uh, does that from. die with the player? I know a lot when when the announcement came out. There's a lot of the uh, tossing around of the Cactus nickname. We have uh, a new one for the for when you you transition into your coaching role. Um, you know, I think hopefully I'm not as uh, <laughs> abrasive as a coach as I was as a player. <laughs> no, not in my experience. So I'll a, uh, you know I'll still respond we, to it. And okay, it, it's a, it's a, all in good fun. We could yeah we could work on a new one if you'd like. We can get that role and put that out there in the universe. Right. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Paul. That's all the questions I have for you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, where you take the program. It's going to be exciting. All right. Thanks for having me, Colton. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Paul. Um, I really appreciate him taking the time out of his day to come chat with me a little bit. I know it's a busy week for him with everybody showing up next week and practice getting rolling. So um, I do appreciate the, the time that he carved out for me. And I hope everybody enjoyed that as well. Uh, last time I had Paul on, I forgot to put his podcast in the article that usually houses the podcast. And I remember it got a couple shares and I was feeling good about it, but the listens and the downloads were pretty low. And, uh, it was because I didn't put it in, I didn't put it in the article. So I'm putting this in the podcast now, show you a little bit how the sausage is made. Hopefully this holds myself accountable that if you click on this link, you will be able to see the podcast in there and listen to the interview. Uh, otherwise, you're, you're listening to it. It's not going to mean anything to you if I forget to do that. So um, I'm holding myself accountable, accountable uh, by, by acknowledging that right there. Uh, and I hope everybody, like I said, hope everyone enjoyed that, that interview. 
Uh, we'll go ahead and transition into some required reading. Um, this one is not necessarily about rugby, but there is a tie. So it's entitled Personnel Emergency Action Plan Save Officials Life at a Bear Creek Basketball Game on ChassaNow.com. I tweeted about this yesterday, but I wanted to make sure I talked about it on the podcast as well. So Ashley Cowan is the athletic trainer at Bear Creek High School, but she's been an athletic trainer for rugby teams around the state for over a decade. She is awesome. Um, she was around when I was playing. She was always taping me up. Uh, and I saw this pop across my Twitter feed the other day, but this article talks about how Ashley, you know, she took quick action, saved a high school basketball official's life. He collapsed when his pacemaker quit working. Ashley helped save this man's life. Um, so I wanted to make sure I gave Ashley a shout out because she's awesome. She deserves it. Um, obviously, there's a, a person still uh, going through this this life because of her. And uh, so I wanted to make sure I talked about that because she is a big part of rugby in my life. And just, I know a lot of people, like if you played rugby in Colorado, I said this, there's a good chance you bumped into her. She's probably stitched you up or, or, or you know, taped you up. She's, she's, she's awesome. She's all around. So I will include the link to this article in the article that houses this podcast as well as in the description. So if you're interested, just find the article or find the link, scroll down in your podcast um, to the description and click on the link. We'll go ahead and close the show out with the loop. So stay tuned for some fun stuff around the MLR season as well as the latest news around the American Raptors as they report back. I'm going to be making a lot of fun content, obviously, with a bunch of the new guys. And then, of course, the guys that have been around for a little bit. The best way to do all that is by following along on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby. At Colton Strick is my personal if you feel so inclined. Also, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. That really helps, you know, boost us in the algorithm, gets us on those charts. Um, and that does it for the show this week. So thanks so much for listening. Hope everybody had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy all the matches this weekend. I will catch you all back here next week. Please, Cincinnati Bengals, beat the Chiefs. 